Hello and welcome to the Rat Nest Podcast, episode 70 something with Studio Sphinx. Yo. Hey! What's up, y'all? Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for having me. Um, for those of you that don't know, this is our good friend Andrea. Uh, she is a maker and owner of Studio Sphinx and a silversmith. Indeed. Crushing it right now. So Thank you. We appreciate you coming on and talking with us for a little while. I'm happy to be here. It's going to be fun catching up. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, it's been nuts. Uh, we've known each other since right around high school, but, you know, never really, like, kept up with each other. We were always friends of friends. And it's, I'll see you at events. And then we started, like, reconnecting, like, oh, shit, this is, like, what you're doing. This is awesome. You know, uh, I'm so happy to see that you're just, like, being creative as hell and, like, uh, being your own boss. Thank you. Yeah, yeah thank you. It's been... An interesting adventure and you know sometimes as an artist you're hardly on yourself you're like I should be doing this or better or this or that but then I'm like you know what I was living for almost three years off of my art only with LA rent prices yeah you know and so you know I pat myself on the back even though your girl doesn't have a dime to spare. It's not like I have some, <laughs> you know what I mean? We were definitely like going sale to sale, but you know what? Uh, it's been a wild ride. I'm, I know I'm happy to be home. I'm happy to be back with all my friends and my family. It's good to have you back in town. Absolutely. I feel like this is kind of like a little welcome home party right here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So thank y'all. Yeah. Welcome back. It's, uh, I know when you were out in LA, it was, I, I've watched from afar on like Instagram and social media and stuff. And it was fun to see like how much you were like doing, you were like doing it. You know, we, we talk to artists all the time that are doing it and the, their story is always different. You know, the ones that are making money and living off of their art and actually able to succeed because all it all takes such a drive and a determination that can't be faked. You know, so anytime I see it, it's like really fun to like watch that progression. And the fact that it moved you right back here into Redlands is, is great. Yeah. I mean, it, there were some definitely some some odd things that led me back in culmination with some some family things. And uh, but yeah, it was definitely time to come home. As soon as I came home. All all the opportunities started pouring in. Felt like I was kind of. Um, fighting against the the current for a long time, and then now it's just. Uh, I live in the most beautiful home now. I'm so happy to have my own space, and it's you know, uh, no nobody's stuff, you know. Yeah. Nobody else's stuff, just yeah. mine. Yep. Oh man, when you move <laughs> out from having roommates uh, and then to on your own, it is the most amazing experience i mean that's what ultimately led me back here was a horrific roommate experience yeah Yeah, no it was this guy he oh i I, now that i step back from it i'm like was i in like a a weird twisted dark sitcom or something it was it was fucked up oh wow absolutely so um you know screening for roommates and this guy um uh, his name was. Am I allowed to say names? Is that, you want? Yeah, his name you can was, leave it out if you don't. Yeah, whatever. I don't give. I don't give a fuck. His name was Kamal. <laughs> <laughs> his address? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, uh, so he, I, his uh, ad said, you know, must be LGBTQ friendly, feminist, um, you know, um, kind of like a refugee story. And so, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I thought he was gay because of the, you know, it must be LGBTQ friendly, which is, you know, you don't have to be, obviously, but usually if a man, I think some, I don't know. There's an assumption in, if that's the that headline, out there, yeah. Well, also, yeah, I don't know. So anyway, uh, he was not everything I realized now after I had moved in, I started seeing all these like weird things like all his books were like how to manipulate women and like oh yeah and like you know psychology books on how to manipulate people and it was just i was like oh and you know i went to school to 
be a psychologist. That's what I was doing before COVID. Is that how you recognize like the the stuff that was on the shelves? You were like, oh, okay. I kind of like know. Yeah, I was like, oh, these are the the types of books that he had were red flags to me. Yeah, I was like, oh, um, okay. And then the you know first I was only there four months, but the first two he was you know pretty good behavior whatever. then uh, he he was like really creepy. If I I would I would intentionally not look. I would look as haggard as possible <laughs> to be. You know what I mean? I would you know just the most yeah, tragic yeah. that I could. If I ever was seen by him in anything nice, he would freak out and start taking all these pictures of me and like yeah, and he would say the weirdest things like. Um, I used to have a, a screensaver of a girl on my phone that looked just like you. Um, and my chat GPT bot or whatever character, she also looks just like you. And, and Allah, oh, wow. Allah, Jesus. Yeah, and Allah brought you into my life and it was destiny that we will be together. And I was just like, oh, well, that's, you know. <laughs> that's news to me. <laughs> you know, I was trying to be nice. I don't know, because... You know, it's different it, culture. Yeah. So in my head, and it's your home, so you have to like still maintain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just, I, you know, I know he was from Kazakhstan. You know, you. The only thing I ever knew of Kazakhstan, of course, was Borat. Of course, right. right yeah. But yeah. I'm not gonna judge anything by some weird. A caricature. Caricature. Exactly. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. I'm definitely not gonna do that. So the picture that he had painted for me. One day, um, as he's trying to curl up into my lap and gain sympathy, was that he, um, because he was one, um, um, what do you call it, like sect of Se- yeah of yeah, Muslim, yeah, yeah. and there was another sect, and they they don't get along, and this group of this other men Genies tried to and- beat him up and tried to rape him. Mm, so, so that's where the LGBTQ probably he, came from. Yeah, I don't, I guess maybe, you know, um, which is weird because one day he was like, oh, do you think women that dress inappropriately should be blamed for being raped? And I was like, what? And mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, you put their, themselves in that situation. I was like, look, okay, that's like me saying you knew that because the way you prayed and dressed and you went to this place and those other type of Muslim people knew, you knew they'd be there and yet you still went and did that and they did that. So now it's half your fault. And he was like, oh, and I was like, what are you mean? Like, what are you, are you, I was so, I had to leave the room for a minute and like gain composure to try to figure out how I could portray it to him to not. I don't know. So yeah, I mean, this yeah. is this is. So nuts. I was like, "How could you say you're a feminist when you say something?" And then I oh, was, yeah. I was like, so mad at him. I was like, "That was a clearly a lie." Manipulation. He said yeah. yeah. So he's his ad. You know, he's portraying himself only as long as he can. He said he was into this thing called pickup, which was some sh- weird show about a guy that teaches other guys how to go like manipulate women and hit on them. I it was like I, big I in the 2000s, know the no, I think. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Dude, you don't remember this? No, I so, elaborate. All right. So it, not even like it was like an underground thing. I If it's what I'm thinking it is. It, it, it is exactly what you're thinking. It was on. There's v, a show. VH1. Yeah, he idolizes this man. VH1 or MTV. I fucking forget, but. This dude had like a fucking he Abraham to be Chris Lincoln Angel like, or something. Yeah, yeah. He, he looked like Chris Angel with a, a top hat on. It was ridiculous. And he was like, the thing, you, all he, uh, the whole show was just like this nerdy guy being like, neg women, and you'll get. Yeah, neg women. He's like, oh, if they're like over a seven or eight or nine, you have to give them a neg, which is like insulting them or bringing their confidence level down so that they are caught off guard so that they it's icebreaker to talk to you. And I was like, that's manipulation. Yeah. And it's rude. And he was like, I used to teach this in my home country and I was a master of this. Oh. Uh-huh. And he's like, and I help these poor men and I help them. And it's he's like, I can have any woman. And I was like, Oh, 
It's funny that I know that show because when it is funny, I was was a kid. I was probably like you know elementary, junior high age at that time. I remember seeing it and being like, "This still doesn't seem right." Like I I didn't like. It's very unsettled. He's Uh, like, "No, you have to watch it. Just watch it." So he made me watch this. The dude was dork. Like he is the worst. Dweebiest. Yeah. Like, so he made me watch this show to try to convince me, like, no, it's doing good. And I was just like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. I was like, this is not feminist. No, I was like, this, I was like, how can I explain this to you that this is not And he thought it was like hot fire? He He thought it was like the end all say all to like how to relate to women yeah yeah he's he literally he was um he was definitely like a fanatic narcissist like crazy he multiple times said that he was sent here from god on a destiny like it got just weirder and weirder and weirder it escalated so quickly like Jim says that about rat nest, but I don't believe him either. I don't know. You know, I <laughs> feel like there's more proof in your pudding here, though. You know, there was. Not that good, very laugh. Yeah, yeah. was just someone nothing. laughed. Yeah, so after he had like tried to give me this deal to marry him, and I was like, no, I don't know you, and whatever. So I, you know, I turned him down, and then he really had nothing to hide after that because he was on his best behavior to try to weasel that in to try to, con- oh, you yeah, know what I yeah. mean? So, so once that was, card was pulled, once it was the card like, was pulled. Let's go oh, full I was creep. like, fuck this bitch! Like, oh, oh yeah, he yeah, just yeah, started yeah. doing the weirdest, creepiest, fucked up. He, you know, he was ejaculating in my stuff. Like, I have oh. this. Yeah, I had right. Oh. I. It was it took everything Isn't that assault that's what i keep I, I didn't know so it took everything in me not to beat his ass yeah just, felt, just to hear that makes me feel sick cringy. I, I yeah yeah i believe this, that you i had, had this to blanket deal with that. this like softy you know it's like a softy cuddle blanket that your mom gives you like i had that and he knew that it was mine and it was a special thing i had it on the couch and i was putting things away because he was just like a complete slob I was putting things away one day and it was full like crest it was it was and I knew what it was like and uh. I so I text him like furious and he admitted and he didn't say oh yeah I did but he was like oh I'll just I'll buy you a new one oh jeez I was like whoa no 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 and then he would leave like Full booger rags on my workbench, like right on top of like my projects and stuff. Or it's like, like a dog pissing on his yes, territory. Yes, it was exactly that. He would leave his motherfucking toenail clippings. Oh no! He put them on the cutting board one day. On the cutting board. People, if if you do not see what artists go through to to create and live off of their art and be in the most sketchy situations ever, this is the epitome this is of like what a you com- have. I mean, in the moment, it was crisis mode. Granted, oh, hundred percent. So, looking back, I'm like, this is a, like a, a, a TV show. It's I'm like not, yeah. it's a comedy. Yeah, it's like a dark say, comedy. It sounds crazy, but if I was presented with worse. any one of the things that you just said. I'm I'm this close to throwing up right now. Right. You know what I mean? I don't want to. So get this get part. There. This is here's the fun part. So I left for 10 days to go visit my father in Portland. And I came back and he the, the only redeeming thing was this guy worked like 6 days a week for like 12 hours a day. Okay. So there you know, was he worked time right, illegally right. in a food truck down the street whatever like you know what I mean. Just Workhorse. Yeah, so, which was fine. You know, he's oh, sending home money to my family. Great. That's good. Whatever. Do what you got to do. But I came home. The house literally smelled like a dead body. It Like, it, oh, no. it, you and know, you've been there, gone I, I 10 don't know days, what a human. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I've been around human dead bodies, but not not old. But, you know, like an old rat or something uh-huh. like, you know, that that smell. It's a some, distinct it's smell. It's a distinct smell. Right. So I. And I was like, there's a fucking dead body in here. He's killed somebody, surely. So I'm cleaning the house, and I go to the hall closet to put some stuff away, and I open it, and there's a full-sized, heavy, expensive one. Sex doll. And she's got a huge trash bag up to her neck so i thought it was a dead woman in a trash bag up to her neck oh my god with her head shaved and i fucking flipped out i screamed and i fell back 
And it took me a minute. I'm staring at the doll, the fucking doll staring back at me. <laughs> I'm like, oh my is God. it real? Is it fucking real? Like, it took me a second to assess the situation. Like, what do I do? Oh is it God. fucking, right? It, is this the last roommate? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so I finally, like, got out of there. Like, after, like, month two when he started turning up the super psycho, I started looking for a place. And I thought I had one. And I was going to move in with my cousin right on the beach in Huntington, right on the last day. This fucking bitch pulled the rug right out from us. The owner. <laughs> yes, it was horrible. Oh, it was shit. a horrible, horrible thing because we I had all the she wanted it insane. She wanted like eleven thousand dollars to move in. And oh my God. We came up with everything. We were like, you know, all the ducks in the row. But at the end of the day, she was like, oh, I go by vibes and I don't like the vibe of your co-signer. Cause I'm a hippie and I've never had a credit card in my life. Hey, same. I, oh, <laughs> hey, baby, all yeah. right, I'll pay cash money. That's okay, right. I, I own this shit. That's hey, right. I just got my first. Hey, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have no debt, up. bitch. Okay. Amen. Up. Yeah. Right? So anyway, um, yeah. Uh, so I had to go. My friend was like, who was one of my best friends for two years? He was. He's a an older British man. He's always been a gentleman to me. That's your best friend? You're was, old, an he, older gentleman? Well, no, a lot of my friends are older. I get along sure. well with, like, older people. I don't know, like, 60-year-old men and women go have a fucking beer with them, shoot the shit. They have a lot of great they things have to stories. say. They've Why are you a bartender? Why I just, was for many years. I was going to say, just be a bartender. I was for many yeah. years, which is probably why I, where I got into the habit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're so comfortable around the old folks. Since I was 21, I've been fucking yeah. friends with 65-year-old people. Dude, try to, this is my favorite Salt kind of people. Salt of the earth, Alcoholic old yeah, folks. Yeah, you know what I mean? They got like, nothing to lose. Salt Let's of the go. earth. Exactly, baby. So, um, uh, I, he was like, okay, just come. He's right in Santa Monica, right on the beach. Come just stay with me. I was like, okay. Um, it will be no more than two months because I, I had decided, I was like, you know, I want to move to Santa Monica. So I'm just going to go like look around there, settle down. And he started hitting on me. The mm. 60 year old dude? Yes. Immediately. <laughs> it would, took about a month. And then, yeah, and then the day before I decided I'm going home, I was hungover. <laughs> I was, I was like, I'm going to go make friends. So I went down the street and I don't know how to make no friends except go to a bar. And I barely drank in LA because I don't, I just can't handle it anymore. Now that I'm in Redlands. You barely drink in LA? Is that back, what you baby. just said? You know what? Pour some moonshine. Fuck it. Let's do it. Let's You're get right. this train let's get this train wreck rolling, baby. We're, we're back in Redlands right? now. Mama's thirsty. Mama's <laughs> thirsty. Okay. I heard that is a Where's command. the tequila? No, so but I didn't drink a lot. So I wasn't, like I wasn't meeting a lot of people. So I went down the street to go make some friends and I ended up selling the jewelry off my body, making money, and it was great. It was a great day. I came back. The next morning, I can't drink wine, and it was a wine bar. And wine, like, makes me feel really sick. Like, I don't know, something about it. Sometimes I can drink half a glass of wine and be vomiting. Yeah. Yeah, it's a gamble with me for with wine. I think it's a hormonal issue. Anyway. Um, he, the next day, he doesn't drink, so he's, like, just tearing into me, right? And he's like, because of you, I had to buy a plane ticket to go have sex with my ex because you won't give me any. And I know. And, classic and, nagging. Uh, classic <laughs> nag. That same show. Right, classic nag. <laughs> right? And Dude. And uh, there's no way. Any, anyone that that Chris Angel with the top hat was the end all say all to how to pick up chicks, you're already not going to get there, bro. Like, no, it's exactly. so bad. Like, just, just get, just give up. Like, just stay in your mom's basement. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you want anyway. So, um, yeah. And he's like, and I when you I came in last in night, mom's. you were drunk. There's no way that if she heard you on the phone. If she knew that you were here, that you were living here and you're hot and you weren't giving me anything. And I have no benefit of the friendship whatsoever. And I was like, so wow. hurt. Yeah. I was like, you were like one of my closest friends for two years. And it all just comes all right. out right now. Right. Man. I woke up the next morning and I was like, I'm going home. Yeah. 
<laughs> just sweating out I, the I, anxiety. Yeah, I packed a bag, came home within an hour, got my old job back, found a fucking beautiful place to live, and I'm just, hey, I'm back, hey, baby. Hey, hey. To being back in Redlands. So that's, welcome, thank you for coming to my TED Talk about yeah. psychopathic fucking LA men. Oh, that, yeah. that was only the tip of that iceberg, but, but that's another day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, honestly, I'm glad you made it out safely. I'm glad that the only lasting thing from that was the memories and that you can look back and laugh on it now, but I can only imagine what it was like going through. Absolutely. Like I said, I was in crisis mode, but... Grandma taught us to laugh it off, you know what I mean? That's, That's how right. we deal with it, with a little moonshine, a little laughter. So I poured the 1775 from Jay Riley. Shout out Jay Riley, hey, uh, local Jay distillery Riley. here in Redlands. Redlands, baby. Jason's the man, so thank you, thank Jason. Thank you, Jay Riley. Cheers to Redlands. Cheers to Redlands, baby. No, it is funny, though. What I was going to say is like... Quite smooth, actually. The only, the only time that you feel... I don't know anyone I don't know this not just man woman your situation my situation anything doesn't matter what the differences are when you feel that moment you're like I get the fuck out of here yeah like, that's, that feeling is relatable can I tell you, you know? the best part of this story though please the community that gathered behind me to help me to get the fuck out of there I cannot think if oh, yeah. if it if you any of you are listening and you know who the fuck you are. I love you. I owe you my life. I am so blessed, so grateful to have so many great patrons, friends, family. I life is so beautiful, and that's, that's awesome. The, that's the fun part. Like yeah. life is a roller coaster. Hey, sometimes- so just as bad as that was. I know, and I knew during it, I was like, just write it out, you yeah. know, just, just write it out. Because I knew it would be that good, or if not better. Yep. And you sometimes know? it takes those, like, drastic moments Absolutely. in our lives in order to create that perfect symbiosis. Where Absolutely. it's like, everything happens, and, you know, talking about that, there is, in my opinion, and some people won't agree with this, but the people that I know in Redlands are that kind. Absolutely. Where it's like... I want to make sure that everybody that I'm involved with is okay and set up and doing all right. This is a solid, solid community. Yeah. And we're we all very it. lucky to be here. Stop and I'm talking s- about it because people are going to move here. I know, I know, <laughs> That's true. No, yeah, but, yeah, keep it know. down. Gatekeepers. Uh, no, but we saw it just a couple of weeks ago. We were when we did that pop up with the Artlands. Yeah. Like they cut, shut down the whole street. Exactly. They had the alleyway. They had parking lots, and everyone was like. I, I think I met everybody that had a booth, and there was like a hundred booths there. And it was, it was all the homies. Yeah. It was all the homies that had first dibs, and yeah. they, they're really, really sweet. Shout out was... Artlands, Redlands, California. Look them up. Yes. Yeah, it's a dope spot. Great. Thank great you, little... Artlands, for providing the space for this community. That's like right. That. It's the Absolutely. unique one around here. Yeah. It really thank is. you. Thank you. Thank you. So, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like, but then when you go to those events, you realize, like, oh, we're all friends already. Like you're just hanging right. out with exactly. your, your buddies. You That's know? what I love. I'm, I'm so proud of all my friends to see us all grow up and still like doing cool shit. Yeah, and so- it wasn't just like a teenage dream. Like a lot of us are still out here doing this shit. Heck you know, yeah. What I wanted to ask you. All right. So we're 37, is- bitches. Like, 37. 20 years ago. I'm, I'm yeah. the youngest in the room, baby. I but, just turned yeah. 36. Right. No baby. Let's go. But check this. This is why I want to ask you this because there's a pivotal moment in my life when I was in high school, right? So I was a senior in high school, friends with Rookie, right? Oh, Rook, shout out to Rasta Socks, baby. Him? You know. I don't know if you live there. Thomas, maybe? Uh, that's my best friend. Like, one of my best, like, Thomas, Thomas is like my and brother. Rook are like, They're like brothers to me. You guys brothers. were all like a little crew. Pat? Hung out there all the time. Good old Pat. Pat is one of Jim's Close best friends. Pat, yeah. Absolutely. So it was funny because I would go over there and you guys would be doing some creative shit. But it was the first time I ever smoked weed too. Oh, not the first time, but you know Amanda what I mean. Amanda Albert. Yeah, oh, Amanda yeah. Albert. Exactly. The Holmans. Shout out to the Holman family. Are you talking about at Rob's you. house? Yeah. At Rob V's house? Rob, no, no, no. Rob Martis? No. Rob Martis, yes. But no, over off uh, Cypress behind... Uh, uh. 
behind the green frog and behind uh, Couch Potato. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm talking I about? The Lisa talking. House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking Lisa House in San Bernardino. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was the that was the was where you we guys all had came porch. together. Yeah. It was and very Aaron nice. Poling lived in the back room. But Amazing. every time I go over there, we just smoke weed, and you guys would be painting. Like those guys Everything. aren't even painters, we you know what the, I mean? Like, but it was like it was very the fun. crack dealer lived across the street, <laughs> fucking O Dub, and he would sell everybody fucking dirt weed, and we'd be all content with the fucking because he would trade fucking Rook for the Chuck or who somebody worked at Chuck E. Cheese, Aaron Poland, and would <laughs> trade his fucking Chuck E. Cheese coins from work because O Dub had a kid, so he'd be oh, getting shit. dime sacks for fucking Chuck E. Cheese coins. No shit, hey, there like ain't slang a and Chuck E. Cheese. Than that right hey. there. <laughs> hey, that is a win-win. It's not on still both. from anyone. It's still from the industry, baby. That's right. Let's go. I'm Thank all, you, Chuck. I'm all incriminating all of us. Yeah. <laughs> I think the statute of limitations passed is 15 yeah. years no, ago. No, it was definitely yeah. more than. It was 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand, yeah for 37. sure. Yeah. But that was the first time I met you. And Rookie was painting a picture of a sad clown that you guys like. Oh, I remember <laughs> that fucking painting. Oh my god. And now if I'm like, hey, you want to paint? He's like, no, nah, I don't do that shit, dude. Like that was like when I was like six was his art yeah. No, yeah. Get, him, get him on the right combination of shit. Him put a pair of brush in yeah. his hand. He'll he'll get down. Hey, no, he's he, been doing cool shit. He's been doing those collages. Yeah. Uh, last he's, time he's, I seen totally. him, he was like putting together some dope ass like nineties hip hop. Yeah, we did that shit. thing at yeah. yeah. Tacos in Riverside. Yeah. yeah, he's got some dope shit going. He's the music man for sure. Love yeah, you. he's Love my you, boy. Love you, Shout out Rook. Shout out, but Rookie. that was our boy. Like, socks, baby. Beep, 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 beep. I've known him since we were 11, 12. Damn. Yeah, so it was a trip to like reconnect with him. Uh, even during high school, um, we were on like different like I don't know game plans. Uh, we didn't have a lot of the classes together, but the ones we did have together, it was like this is my boy. Yeah. And so uh, yeah, it was funny to uh, to go hang out and. Then, Thomas is a fucking, you know... Uh, Glass Alchemy. Shout out yeah. to Glass, Glass Alchemy. Glass Alchemy. Is, Glass is it, Alchemy, it, it's baby. It's in Portland? Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Uh, chem, uh, Thomas is a family company. He's... Yeah. Beautiful. Took over. Beautiful He's stuff. the chemist. And uh, him that and his sister run the company scientist. together. Just to learn from all that. Sporosilicate. They make hard uh, glass for and artists also to make. Shout out like, Rob B. Like, everyone, you know, we'll, we'll probably have Rob B on... Dang, we need to get season. Thomas on here too. Yeah, Thomas yeah, would definitely be dope, but yeah. his, his parents were always the ones in Portland, but he grew up here, so he was just like a, a trash kid like we were, and like yeah, trying to like. He was definitely, <laughs> he definitely was a grungy <laughs> San Bernardino kid with us. We and all then, were there. Yeah, and then he. So uh, funny. He, he, you know, he he went to school. He worked real hard for everything that he has, yeah. Oh, yeah. and he's. He's doing great things. Yeah. See, I'm proud that, of him. He just bought a beautiful home. He's got a family going with Jess of Corpse Tits. Shout out Corpse Tits, who's also done one of my Sphinx logos. She's oh, an amazing fucking artist. Corpse Tits. Look, that brings up, so, like, we're sitting here reminiscing about all our friends. We've probably name dropped 20 friends right now. And what you were talking about the Redlands community earlier of art, kind of applies to the way we grew up too. like half of us went on to do our own thing and are like successful either artists or or like business owners or makers and then the other half turned into like like thomas like went to school made successful lives with careers and families mm -hmm. and everything but he's like still in the art community and he's supplying the artists with their mediums right yeah, yeah. he's he's making so much glass work possible yeah, you know what i mean absolutely and their colors and uh like they the, have like proprietary colors and shit like it's oh, yeah. crazy it's cool I, I would love to have him on that'd Original be a really fun gangsters. conversation for sure absolutely he was one of the the you know the guys that taught rob and zach and everyone about glass blowing and shit yeah because his family had been doing it his whole life right yeah and he just like was one of those kids at our school was just like yeah i'll get through high school I know what I'm gonna do. You know what Rock I mean? Like, Nueva? yeah, yeah. Uh, good old Rob. Rob's Shout out to Rob. He's such a good, kind-hearted human. Rob. Best, best person. He's so funny. He's like, I'm so sorry. One day, like years later, I'm so sorry. I used to be so mean to you. Da -da -da. And I was like, so fucking an airhead. I was like, oh, you were. I didn't even know. Because <laughs> we, his house was like the kick it spot. The kick it spot for yeah. sure. The kick it spot. And yeah. no, you know, he's so sweet. He's always even, just trying even to reach out. And Rob's being mean out. though is like not 
real being mean. He's just such a sweet That's person. That's what I thought. I was like, yeah. no, that was just your personality. I thought it was dry humor. Yeah. He was like, no, I was serious. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, when you're less than 20 years old, uh, having huge ragers at your parents' house. On a you Wednesday. Have, you yeah. have to, uh, you know, was born delegate. like 40, though. Yeah. He's always been very, been like, also, straightforward, like, mature. Yeah. Like, you can't have people fucking around. No. He was always, like, a gatekeeper to, like, his house because we were always... Party. Fucking idiots yeah, yeah. running around kids, on yeah. God knows what concoction of, and he's only like two years older than I am. With or fire you are, you know. and torches and tanks, yeah. Yeah. you know explosive what I mean? Explosive shit. shit. It's yeah. not just like your run of the mill hood party. Yeah, like right. we're fucking now, playing I, with fire, still playing with fire, baby. I've been, yeah. I've been to his pad down in uh, SD, and he has a whole like um like shed, like a whole like legit build out that is his studio uh but then it was just like in the garage people were fucking around in there like we're playing music smoking weed in the same room as he's like over glass yeah it's it, it wasn't like a safe setup, so it's like. But that's the way. That's you, the way ever, everything like, was. Nothing was done safely back then. We were all fucking kids no, learning what to do. We used to take hash off the fresh like glass that he just would pull from the fucking flame and put hash on it and just get any fucking cone of any kind, like a, like a oil. Yeah, you know or a rolled up newspaper. <laughs> or fucking anything and just smoke the fucking hash off of right this off of the... hot molten glass. <laughs> like a bunch of fucking trash people. Like, hey, but, it was the, no, best, it was the nobody, best time of that, our lives. That turned into dabs, all right? Yeah, yeah. For, yeah for some people it turned into some other things. <laughs> yeah. I, dodged some, I dodged some serious bullets hey, there. But I think we all did. Die, you know? No, not all of us did. Well, not all of us. All of us Shout in this room. Shout out to the fallen soldiers. True fucking, that. Yeah, there's hey. a lot of fallen soldiers man yeah, I love all of you let's guys. cheers our coffees yeah. uh, cheers coffees yeah. oh, okay. you know, let's do coffees coffee cheers to the fallen coffees soldiers to the fallen. yeah so we, we could sit here and reminisce about like old times all day but we do want to talk about studio sphinx oh, yeah, I'm and an artist. you are an artist oh yeah i make things you, did you forget oh yeah that's why i'm here yeah uh, we, had so, to, we had to reel them in with the juicy drama first. Dude, that's right. You know how to do crazy, it. That's the craziest story anyone started with ever, by the way. No so thank bullshit, you. Oh, yeah. I thought y'all, no, I'm giving you all the juice. Yeah, that was, edit that the was shit truth. out of this one. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Let's, no, get, some, let's get some ratings here. <laughs> so, all right. Studio Sphinx is your silversmithing. you yeah. learned how to work silver and mm-hmm. turn it into amazing jewelry and pieces. Uh, tell me how the fuck you got into that. Everyone's favorite question. Yeah, so uh, let me just uh, start by giving another shout out to Yukaipa Valley Gem and Mineral Society. You can find them off of, I think it's, what's that first turnabout in Yukaipa? Is it First Street? Uh, First Street. I think it is First Street. There, if you're driving up, um, they're on to the right. You could just look them up on Google, whatever. But I highly recommend if you want to get into cutting stones, because that's where I learned how to cut stones. I was hanging out with 65 year old people, and once again, (laughs) uh, encyclopedias of knowledge. These people are just brilliant. So, so again, salt of the earth people. Um. You can go learn how to cut rocks. Sometimes they have little day classes of how to use a torch or just different random classes that, you know, you can do extra. You can get the family involved. Um, And that's just how I started. If you want the mystical story. Give me that one. Do you want the, like, weird hippie version of this story? Yes, please. Okay. When I was... But a, yeah, a young lad. Okay. Let's get comfy. <laughs> when I was a young lad. <laughs> when I when was a young boy. Yeah, yeah, you got it. That's what I was going for. Very nice. Uh, so I had this ring that appeared in my room as a kid, and it was a traditional Navajo wedding band. It has coral inlay and turquoise inlay, and they're, they're um, triangles up okay. and down, right? It appeared in your room? It appeared in my room one day, right? And... I don't know whose it was or where it came from because your, your girl didn't have very many friends when I was a little, little kid. Um, but 
I distinctly remember as a child the ring telling me that one day I would make jewelry. Yes. <laughs> that might be schizophrenia, but no, that's just, destiny. <laughs> that's destiny, baby. That's showbiz, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, and this weird ring would disappear and reappear in my life throughout my life. Like I will move or whatever, and I thought I lost it, da, 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 and one day it'll just be on like the table in my room. Or something crazy like this is a quantum object that Sounds has its own like it. destiny i swear it's like this one of these or again multiple personality disorder Chill, but, Scott Bakula. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's that's how i originally and then when i was in my early 20s i you know years went by and she forgot about the ring. And then you had a dream where you went back and gave your younger then self I found a ring. The ring again. <laughs> and then my brother came to me and was like, hey, I found this um, club that cuts stones. And I know that you always wanted to cut stones. So my little brother actually found the club and invited me. Isn't that so sweet? I love my brother. Family ties. Exactly. So we went. He immediately was over it, but I, <laughs> but I gained a lifelong obsession. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, and so that's how I started. And then about a year went by into me cutting stones and stuff, and I wanted to set them, so I did like a little stint in wire wrapping. But that's just not for me, y'all. No. If I didn't have glasses, if your girl was not blind, I would be more blind because I was wire wrapping so many times, and this fucking long wire would just bink like oh, tap no. my eyeglass, like oh. Oh. That would have been my eyeball. Yeah. And also, I like fire. Yeah. You know, we, were, we yeah. were raised in the furnace and, in, in, you know, in the glass shop and stuff. That's right. Over so, at Rob's, there was always yeah, fire. Yeah, so in, to be honest, I was never the best glass. I did sell little glass work, and I didn't, like, pour into it or anything, but... If I'm like such a brat, I'm such a fucking brat. If I'm not immediately good at something, I'm like, oh, fuck that. Same. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah so, so, I like and subscribe this podcast. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yo, and at glass blowing in particular, you're no one's good at it immediately. No. Like, no one is. So, that's an easy one. Even the first time I tried was like, oh, no, I, that's not for me. It's hard. It's it takes, and it's hot. It it's is hot, hot in yeah. there. It's hot. It's fun, though. It's hard to it's see. Fun, yeah. It's Yeah, it's a lot of different environment. And it's, like, so volatile. You hit it the wrong temperature while it's cooling. It cracks. All that Love work oh, you yeah. did. You know Love what I mean? Love it. Turns, oh, into a, no. turns into a mandala where it's just, like, poof, it's I'm gone. too emotional. I would just, yeah, you know. You can't get connected. Yeah, there's been times where I've, like, melted a piece, and it's just, like, the end of the world. The, you know what I mean? The most stressful uh, thing I've ever seen on reality TV has been... Um, the glass blowing show on Netflix. So Have you seen it? Shout yeah. out to Mike Shelbo, who is on that show, who uses, he's one of the original glass alchemy artists. He and I are doing a collaboration. He sent me some pieces. Sick. So there will be a, some Mike Shelbo glass alchemy pieces available Hell coming yeah. soon via Studio Sphinx. Awesome. I didn't even say Mike that Shelbo. for that reason. Tie. <laughs> 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 but like, isn't that the like craziest shit? They're like, you have seven the hours. Everyone fucking hustles for seven hours, and then one person just goes, oh, clink. Yeah. And then it drops. It's yeah. dead. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. It's a Dude, lot. congratulations. That's rad. Yeah. I, I, I know who you're talking about. Shelby has been the homie for many years. That's awesome. He's an OG awesome. glass alchemy guy. Hell yeah. That's, That's really a, cool. Uh, shout out back to Thomas, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas yeah. yeah. No one knows about this. I love the glass community. They're solid, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of really talented, amazing people there's in that community. There's a lot community. of people that are just tweakers in their garage. There's also a lot of that. There's, but, fucking, there's also a lot of that. But also, like, the glass community, honestly, um, when I went to Chicago years ago, um, the homies that my friend had a, a metalworking studio and shared with a glass studio. It's called Hot Glass in Chicago. Ooh. Check it out. Uh, but, yeah, he brought me in, and everyone was just, homies like everyone's like yeah we do everything man like they're doing everything from casting iron um you know sculptures on one side to doing hot glass on the other side it is really really rad mm. yeah and they're very very sweet it's so weird to see the contrast between like the ga the glass community and the silversmith community really because it's a totally different vibe it's really? a totally different world like 
I feel like within the glass community, you do have some subgenres of, you know, you have the works and the, you know, the fine, the fine artists, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like within the metal smithing community, you have anywhere from like the stay at home mom to like the hippie artist to like the old crusty alcoholic man in his garage. Yeah. In his like late sixties to it attracts people from to, every like, walk, the huh? traditional like um like Navajo artists mm. or you know what I right. mean? Like shout out to them. Oh my god. I mean inspiration. if you want to talk just like oh just the, oh, <laughs> what, so, <laughs> what I can say about when <laughs> we've done events together, we've only done two. Um Maybe not so much at the first one we did last year, but this one that we just did recently, you were working on pieces the whole time. You were you yeah, weren't sitting you weren't sitting around and like waiting for sales. You were like, I'm gonna work on pieces. Like So yeah, so did you like do a bunch of prep and like heat all the metal and get everything ready and then bring them to work See with that? you? Softer metal I mean, is there soft metal and hard metal? Right? I'm like really good at disguising my errors as like intentional <laughs> thing. so uh, that was me not finishing the work that i had done the night before because i was fucking stressing out <laughs> stayed up all night making shit for this fucking show and i wasn't done <laughs> and so i sent some of the shit that i knew i could like t- tinker oh, on while i was there Is that like, how you oh, feel look, look the at this girl before? she's so look at her you seem so calm and collected you know what i mean so Dude, yeah, and I it totally does draw a crowd. It's like, oh, she's on the mandrel. You know, it, look, it looks cool. It looks good. So it just. I was like, dude, she's got it down. She knows people want to sit there and watch her make these rings, and they're going to get that one because she and just you know put what? it the together. Sque- the squeaky wheel gets the grease, and there's no- nothing squeakier than me. Tinging on them. Ting, ting, ting. Ting. Yeah. Oh, you don't see me here? <laughs> you're going to see me. Pay no attention to me. Ting, ting, ting. <laughs> no, your booth ruled. You were you were working on uh, objects or, or like pieces while you were sitting at the booth. Also, dogs were peeing all over. You had a rug. It was <laughs> great. It was yeah, dogs awesome. definitely peed on my fucking <laughs> yeah. situation. I'm and just... I was like, oh, that's... <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, yeah. Hey, that was really sweet of you guys. Oh, you're not going to buy anything? Better okay. than a roommate, I guess. You're not going to buy anything? That's <laughs> fine. Okay, I can That's give it to you like 10 bucks. No? Okay, yeah, all right. Okay. Oh, <laughs> well, that's the life of so, Fuck you very much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, how? what kind of shop does it take to like work silver like you can, it's not something i assume you so can you really can, do in your okay, living room so right? i will be teaching very soon oh cool um some very basic start run of the mill just to start like how to make like a ring like this just very simple round like this textured one. just the very very basic fundamentals how to turn the torch da 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 sure right um, but so you, you can make things with, you know what a, a, a kitchen, like a brulee torch is, mm-hmm. you can technically make things with that. And that's what we're going to be using. And I'll show people, you know, what they can make with that. But bigger pieces, heavier pieces, you're going to need a bigger setup because of the heat transfer. Sure. Are you ready for some physics? Give, give me that science. <laughs> no. Tell so, me the physics. Yeah, so uh, silver is actually the the metal that has the highest conductivity. A lot okay. of people misconstrue that with gold. They think, oh, it's the most expensive no, gold, or gold, one so- of the more expensive. So- softer, right? It's, yeah, no. so- softer? Is that, is that the right, right softer? word? Softer? More soft. <laughs> That silver is. Go more soft. Hey, you guys like go more soft? Silver less hard. You've heard that indie band? Go more soft? <laughs> Shit. That was. All right, cut it. Grammar. Oh, fuck you guys. Go ahead. Who the fuck put you behind a microphone? Season three, baby. <laughs> Gold and silver are quite malleable in their pure form. Correct. Oh, that's pretty good. So they oftentimes add little um, uh, different. Uh, things like copper or nickel to stabilize the alloy. So oh, like okay, yeah. with with me, I, a lot of my stuff I use actually argentium silver. I feel like I totally didn't finish the other story. Which one? About me teaching and... <laughs> How did that come in between <laughs> you and talking about... Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you said Safa. This might be the most explosive episode we've ever had. 
You want some more whiskey? Yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Let's keep this train wreck rolling, We have about sure. 10 more minutes. Let's go. Okay, so... Okay, I'll finish the story about teaching. Uh, Where's that going to be? Around here? Yeah, it will. And so I was saying that you can't use a small brulee torch because the heat transfer, you need a bigger torch, more heat, because silver has the highest conductivity. It's going to suck all the heat right out of that little spot that you're warming up, so you can't make big pieces because your solder won't flow. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. The heat transfer, it's more difficult. You can. You can actually have two at once. And double fist that bitch. Yeah. But it's that's too much. You're doing too much, honey. Just yeah, get a bigger yeah. torch at this point. Make it point. easier. You know Make what it mean? easier. So yeah. And then <laughs> going back to go most off, they add things. I use Argentium silver for a lot of my stuff, which is 0.935 silver rather mm-hmm. than 925, which is traditional silver. That's a percentage. That's like 92.5 percent, 93.5 percent. And the other uh, is usually nickel or copper to stabilize the silver, which is why it tarnishes more quickly oxidizes it turns black because of that nickel and that copper and why people have certain reactions but the argentium silver that i use it uses um our uh, germanium alloy to stabilize so it's completely hypoallergenic and it's tarnish resistant so it will stay bright white much longer than normal traditional sterling silver so I'm better. Yeah, you How, are. Wait, wait, that's wait, why wait. I'm better. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I, that's, a, that's very funny. It costs me more, so but I'm now, better. I want to I wanna, um, counterpoint you and just be a dickhead right now. Oh. Where do you get silver from? I order... So... Uh, it's I, from. I, it's gotta I, be I can, sourced from some it. crazy I can, country, right? I do right? have a rolling mill. I can roll, melt it down, but that's doing too much, honey. That's doing too much. <laughs> Your girl is trying to like be here for a long time with my wrist and everything. So doing all that is too much. Is t- so I buy my sheet and my rod from a company called Rio. Is it like silver bouillon cubes or whatever? It comes in a sheet like a thick sheet of paper wood, but a silver. Like oh, okay. A, you know, it's hard. I. Gold most off. What are we talking? We talking? How many? How many? G- GSPs or GSMs? Nah, that's a paper term. Anyways, yeah, ah, I was like, you lost sorry, me. My bad, yeah. You lost me, Dunder Mifflin. The- <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey. Sorry, the graphic designer came in. Uh, what what thickness of paper would it be? So you can order it in different gauges, correct? Yeah, you can get 1820s, whatever gauge of thickness that you want, depending on what you're making. So if I'm making a ring, I'm going to obviously have a little bit thicker gauge of a sheet as opposed to just, just to a simple black back plate to a stone. Sure. I'm going to yeah. something slightly thinner, but not too thin. Where you know, I I do tend to make more substantial, thicker, heavier, p- weighty pieces because I like the grounding effect. So some artists will use like smaller gauges to make similar designs or whatever i've seen to my work but i use a lot of really thick heavy substantial weighty silver high quality argentium silver because your girl's a silver snob and you know i don't wear makeup i just like to fucking flex i just throw on every piece of jewelry yeah, look at my bling <laughs> jewelry is my makeup i don't fucking yeah. you know what i mean easy breezy beautiful but, yeah let silver the pro- girl. silver know. girl let yeah. the product talk yeah exactly so For sure. Every time I come around your city, bling, 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 <laughs> bling, bling. Yeah, I just try to hold up Jim, and they're like, ah, I don't know about that guy. That's like my silver. I'm like, ah, no makeup, just Jim. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in the works of um, getting the the equipment together soon to host those classes. So I don't have a date yet, but um, I've been so busy putting my house together. I'm repainting this entire rental and putting my own money into it because I want it to be a beautiful home sure. that I enjoy. Sure, bring your own feng shui. And there in was, there was congratulations. Tragic, and there, yeah, and there was the tragically way. like two people that were the very rules. well known that and loved that died in my living room, and oh, no. so I'm making it like not a spooky house. Do you I'm know their names? Did you write them on the wall? Um, I, I do have a beautiful vase of flowers that I like to keep flowers in in loving memory of them. If anybody knows who they were and they want to come to my place and leave flowers for their friend, then you're absolutely more than welcome. I have held space in the home. Uh, a married couple? No, See, they were they were uh, boyfriend and girlfriend. And, you know, they, they did the wrong drugs. Oh, they did the wrong yeah. drugs. Man. Another fallen, my mind went more to fallen soldiers. Too many my mind went to murder. Well, I think story. we need to do a little fallen soldier. Cheers. You guys, I already drink mine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
shout out to have her yeah, it's a died too, com- too common of a story. <laughs> yeah. Her house. And I'm not laughing. I'm sorry. It's just a funny situation. Do you like you know who they were? Like, I only knew. It has to be. I only knew the guy. We probably be, shouldn't get into this. I no, think no, let's no, get back to silver. You have to be <laughs> presented that when you get a new house, right? No, they didn't tell me. I somebody told me the day before I got the keys, and I was like, "Oh, that's why uh, it's that price, and nobody wants to live there." But mm. good luck. And when I went in to do the viewing, I was like, "Oh," and I knew nothing about it. I was like, "Oh, I can tell if I get this place, I'll be sharing it with something." And the property manager went <laughs> and like spit and went. <laughs> And I was like, that was a weird reaction. Dude. Oh, wow. And I thought it was the tuberculosis room. Because all these old, oh, yeah. all these old was it, houses. There's blood on her. No, I know, right? All these old houses that were built in the you know early turn of the century, whatever, they they build these sunrooms because tuberculosis, that was one of the treatments, yeah. was sun. Yeah. And so a lot of people don't know that their little sunrooms were oftentimes people were going to that back there to die. Mm-hmm. But or live. But sometimes die. Yeah, a lot of times die. But sometimes die. TB does kill you. Yeah, it it do, it do be doing thing. that. Yeah, yeah, it do be doing it that. It do be doing that still <laughs> to these days. Uh, yeah. As far as the uh, you know COVID goes, TB was the last one like it. We we're like, ah, you gotta get a TB. <laughs> Not yeah, gonna we it still was, get yeah. those vaccines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Man. rest in peace to all the fallen soldiers there. All of them. Dude. Yeah, but it was it was not it was the it was the no so. Drea, this has been a crazy interview. We did not talk much about art, but I <laughs> fucking love talking to you. I guess we'll just have to come back. I think so. We'll come back and we'll focus much more on like what it is to be a silversmith. We we gave the whole story of what got you there right You now. know, I feel like people got what they really wanted. They want it, you know, they, they want, want the juice. They want the juice. Yeah. They want the drama. Yeah. I mean, there's only so much to me Call staring ju- into a flame and making art, which baby I could go on and on. Honestly, I don't. I can't go on and on about it. I'm just like, oh, well, you stare at the thing. You make the thing. I can't draw, so I don't draw anything beforehand. I just kind of Oh, it's all freehand? It. Oh, everything. Oh, I that's cool. I don't cast anything. I hand build everything 100%. I look, oh, at, a, I look at a stone and I go, what do you want to be? Yeah. Essentially, yeah, and I do a lot of custom work, and so I'm working on wedding rings right now, and like awesome. all kind, I do a lot of non-traditional wedding rings, and engagement rings, all kinds of stuff. So, if you need a custom, hit up your girl. Okay? They're tired. She brought this whole little tray right here to let me and Matt pick from. Yeah. So I got yeah. myself a little pinky have, bling. I gotta bling out my boys. That's right. I bling out my boys. And I'm not. I'm. So it's funny going into this. I'm not trying to dog you. Because I'm okay. like, we're all, no, I'm just saying, I, I wanted to talk about, uh, I thought the conversation would be about the metalwork and like what you do, because I saw you pounding out shit at the events we've been doing. And then you're like, yeah, let me just tell you about. Some let me shit. diverge. Yeah. I don't know. It was great. It was I great. I just thought it was more like, what would you guys have rather heard? Like yeah. me stare at metal hammer thingy make stuff or or the drama. Yeah. <laughs> reply in the comments. I know you want the, reply in the co- like, share, subscribe, comment. Yeah. Let yeah. us know if you just want uh rat nests to become drama stories about people's past uh You know what? There without I, drama there is no art. I'm like, do you want to manage do you want to manage rat nests? There oh. is no art. Hey, Jimmy. What's throw, up? Throw them up. We, we got, got the it. rings on. We, we got, got the him. rings on. Yo, so. thank you so much for being here, Dre. Absolutely. It's been thank you guys awesome. for having this my has been a crazy ADHD time ass. Up. Yeah. No, it's it's great. It makes for the best episodes. Yeah, cool. <laughs> no, that was um the fucking best. That thank you fun. so much. Absolutely. Let's uh let's go like grab a beer or something. Uh, I thought you'd never ask. Let's go. Hey. All right. All right. Uh, this has been another episode of the Ratness Podcast. You can catch us every week on YouTube for video. And anywhere you stream your podcast for the audio, check us out on RatnessStickerCo.com for zines, prints, and more. Uh, Jim? Shout out Jay Riley for providing the uh, bourbon today. And yeah, I'm Jim.